0: Welcome to the show, guys. This is Kevin Cook of the Houston Chronicle at KMichaelCook on Twitter at CyFairSports as well. I'm sitting here at Ken Pridgen Stadium in the press box uh, following the 26-16 victory by Jersey Village over Cy Ridge, their season opener, the last of the weekend's slate of CFISD games. With me at Tom Vinay of TSRN and uh, our, our co-host, Chase Parrish of Varsity Wires. Uh, I mean, we got our first look at these teams. I think a lot of people were wondering what would happen with Cy Ridge with all the talent they lost, with the run they had last season. Obviously, that's a lot to overcome. They looked uh, out of at times, uh, penalized a couple times for false starts, just things like that didn't seem to, uh, to be on the same page. And Jersey Village, on the other hand, played lights out, I think, from the get-go. What did you guys think? What were your impressions following the game?
1: Well, I thought the, what we see is also a lot of the effects of what happens over the last couple of weeks because of the teams not being able to play. And of course, out here in 17 6 with the 10 teams, they only have that one non-district game which is their practice preseason game, and that showed a little bit on the field. I mean, when you have those types of penalties, and a lot of the penalties that they had were motion penalties, time penalties, throughout the game, and and that's something you can't, you know, you have to get practice time with, and I think that was one of the problems with, you know, with Cy Rich tonight. We saw Noah Smith, when they really got the offense going, they moved the football. They could run the ball with Wellington or Mr. Washington, depending on whose point of view you had. Right, on the yeah, we, we,
0: had to, we did have some uh, roster issues I was calling in Washington. His name's actually Wellington. I apologize for that. I had had a bad uh, information there to start out with. But whichever way you name him, he played pretty well. But I
1: that think. was, I mean, those are little obvious things. And I think we saw that a few a few of the other teams this week out here in seventeen six 6 a not getting, like I said, you don't get that non-district game and the practice time. You know, that has been very limited considering all the what all the families and players have been going through over the last couple of weeks.
0: And you have 17 straight days, Ed Pajowski was saying, uh, of just practice, no competitive events, no nothing to break that up. The monotony can be, uh, can be troubling sometimes. So I think all these teams are working the kinks out through these first games, some better than others. what did you see tonight, Chase?
2: Uh, like what Tom said, you know, a lot of procedural penalties. Cy Ridge finding, you know, the quarterback was Noah Smith started a quarterback who was. I guess, the number two running back, kind of a slot receiver last year. So he started quarterback, a lot of false starts. You know, that's tough to get a drive going, you know, three or four plays, you know, good good, solid plays. Moving forward and then false starts, you know, you can gain yards so quick or you can lose yards so quick, but you can, it's hard to get them back.
1: And then you saw when Porter came in the backup late in you saw obviously the better arm, so you almost wonder if there's going to be some changes over the next week for the next game. But I'll be honest, I'm looking over at David Snookhouse's team, and I was just impressed <laughs> Very by much the so. offense, how well they were playing. With, like, they hadn't, they've hadn't, they had practice. They've had all that. And Blake Johnson was just driving him down the mm-hmm. field the first three series. And then we don't know what happened to him at the end of the first half because right. Richardson came in. And then, of course, you saw that timing in the second half when Richardson – that's when Jersey Village – had some penalties at the beginning, false starts, and that usually happens when you bring in a backup quarterback. But yeah. very impressed, offense, and also very impressed with their defense. They were really swarming out there, really doing a nice job of bottling up the Rams tonight.
0: Yeah, and Jersey Village, always known for being pretty effective offensively. Alec Wexler graduated of course, but he was one of the uh, most prolific quarterbacks in, in district history just b- by virtue of him. He was talented of course, but also the number of throws really helped him as well. You look at the quarterbacks tonight, and you mentioned Noah Smith got in there. Noah was 9 of 10 passing for 102 yards. Justice Porter, 8 of 14, not quite as efficient, uh, but he had a touchdown, 107 yards there. Blake Johnson, uh, 9 of 12. Raymond Richardson was 4 of 6. I mean, you look at all, of the, you throw four guys in there, they're all throwing better than 60%. That's, that's Pretty impressive quarterback play from four different games. Quarterback
2: play by all four tonight was very
1: consistent, very effective. And, of course, I think you also got a good look at the really how talented the receiving core is for Jersey Village. You got John Gilbert. You got Jordan Jones. uh, Richardson, when he's a receiver. I mean, there's a lot of weapons out there for this Jersey Village team, and so it's going to be interesting. And And if they can get the running attack, from flowers. Yes. That will be very important, you know, to take the pressure off the quarterback system out here. And of course, I always love it when they they bring in the big guys. We saw Wyndham the off, the right. big lineman, come in to play in the second and of course Carson Wentz who was an offensive tackle and all of a sudden he comes on offense and they throw to the him out of the backfield. Yeah. And it ended end up being a
2: false start on yeah. him <laughs> who that play was. I mentioned that to uh one of our other guys and I was like, "You know, that would have been a heck of a play right My there bet. to see. <laughs> that's and what Jake that's right last did it, year. hopefully that's we see
0: go away, because I think we've seen it through all three games that I've seen this weekend. That Just, you know, uh, not where you expect them to be when they're opening the district schedule, but also you would expect them to have had a scrimmage and a non-district game under their belt. So it's a weird season. I, it does feel like Jersey Village certainly had it more worked out than Cy Ridge tonight, at least. Uh, but we talk about Jordan Jones. You, you mentioned a second ago, Tom. Uh, he's a guy that we've named as our top 10 you know, players to watch in Cy Fair ISD, a really exciting talent. Uh, he was five catches for 73 yards and a touchdown, and he did have a couple of spectacular spectacular play i mean just plays that kind of jumped out at me and go okay that's why we picked him to be a guy to watch
1: right and another and the other one i like is john gilbert he's one of those receivers who is under the radar a lot he's that guy you can call to over the middle which he did several times tonight
0: well any other closing thoughts about the game again uh we have jersey village looking very strong picking up uh the wind improved to one and oh uh cyridge falls to zero and one uh what uh, what are you guys left with coming away from ken Pritchard stadium here tonight
2: Think we uh, learned a lot. Good, it was a successful week one for some teams. Other teams, they know what they have to work on. Uh, injuries played a factor this week. You know, we'll. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that later this week. Uh, several key players going down to the injuries, so teams will have to deal with that.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with what Chase has to say. And to me, it's what's the adjustments going to be made? What adjustments are, like the Rams are going to do for next week? Do you stay with Smith? Because or do you go to Porter? I mean, those are big questions. And, right. of course, you know, Cy Woods, of course, they lose uh, their quarterback. Yeah. And that's going to be a big hole to fill this week. And, of course, can Cy Springs use that momentum this year to make a run? And that's the, that's the big question. Is this the year that Springs and Jersey Village can make a run in this district? It's the final year for this district right. as well. So, you know, that's something – different for these kids.
0: I wonder if that weighs on their minds at all, if they sort of think that like there's a there's a, a record or a history of Cypher ISD as being one unit that's going to come to an end, and this is your last chance to make a stamp on that unit collectively. So it's a, it's an interesting thought. We'll keep abreast of that as we continue through the season. Tom, uh, of TSRN, of course, it's always a pleasure, and uh, thank you for having me on the broadcast earlier. If you guys are listening to Cypher Sports, listen to the TSRN broadcast. We love those guys, and they do a terrific job. And Chase, of course, of Varsity Wires. If you haven't been to VarsityWires.com, it is a terrific resource. I use it all the time for back stats, history of the district and so forth and so on it's terrific um, and then josh wade is our sound engineer he's not going to be putting this episode up but uh, go listen to the nth cast for him and uh and obviously cypher federal credit union put their name on the berry center uh, we love them they're our sponsors and villa sports cypress still uh, still struggling to get back in business but but go follow them on twitter and check them out so uh, for all of us here at the cypher sports report uh, thank you for listening we will talk to you soon